Welcome back everyone to Laps and Taps. Uh, we're going into part three this time and we're going to be talking about how the weekend ended. We were about to go for dinner. Yep. And then a nun pulls me aside. This was the charlatan nun. <laughs> charlatan nun? Yep. She, she pulls me aside and she takes me and she goes, uh, she's got like a really thick Boston accent and she's like, Father, can I speak to you for a moment? I'm possessed. Sorry, with... are, you gonna, are you not going to try the Boston accent? No, Boston. No, no, absolutely not. She pulls me aside she goes, Father, I'm going to tell you something but you have to I'm going to make a confession, but you have to promise to keep it a secret. I was like, well, I'm not a Catholic, but you can tell me things. And since we're both of, of the cloth, um, I will keep it a secret for you. Yeah. She goes, well, that's the thing. I'm not a nun. Now, all weekend, she had been telling people she was a nun raising money for an orphanage and people were donating their money to her. Oh, no. And I knew this. <gasps> and you're possessed by the sin of greed. And she keeps telling it. It was like poetic. I only just found out. And she was just telling me like how awful she felt. She The reason was someone had tried to confess to her and she said, I'm not a real nun. And she was worried they were going to tell someone. Yeah. So you were like, oh, repent. Let me donate that money to a worthy cause. Right? I, I said to her, I said, look, if you want me to help clean your soul, I'll take your ill-gotten gains. If you need anything, I'll give you the money back. And she starts emptying money, bullets, stuff she'd stolen from the museum. She just emptied her pockets on the table and my eyes just lit up. What timing? Fucking hell. I know, right? Honestly. And I'm like... Literally right after you got possessed. Right after. And I said to her, I said, I can um, take this money. If you need anything like bullets, let me know and I'll give you a bit. But I'll keep it and I'll give it to a cause if we get out of here. And then I say, have you got any holy water on you? She's like, yeah, I'll take the holy water because you don't really need that, do you? Because you're not a real nun. Holy water in the pocket. Um, I take all her cash, apart from like $10. Um, I put it all in my pockets, all the jewellery, everything. I'm like, right, child, you'll be fine. I'll keep an eye out for you. But I was like, don't tell anyone. Do not tell a soul. She goes, but isn't lying a sin? I said, but I was thinking to myself, if people find out she's lying, all of a sudden they know I've got her money and I don't want them to have my money. Yeah. So I'm like, don't tell anyone. Keep it a secret. Because you'll upset the town even more, which will create panic, and it'll be a worse sin to tell them, so keep yeah, it a secret. Yeah, well, we're in a really tense situation she's, as it is. She's like, I'm worried I'm going to go to hell. I'm like, child, you'll be fine as long as you do as I say. I felt like a cunt. You... Like, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you felt like a wanker. I felt like an absolute arsehole. Like, yeah. I was literally just taking her stuff, and then she left. And then um, I was like, right, Tom, you're going to go for dinner. <laughs> We picked the oh, worst oh my God. time yeah, but, for dinner. But the fucking, the, 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 the coincidence. I know. It was ridiculous. So yeah, then we go for dinner because we think everyone else has gone for dinner. Yeah, this is one thing I will say. It'd be good if there was like a gong or a bell to represent NPCs going for dinner. So players can also go for dinner. So that you could have like a timeout for like half an hour at yeah. meal time. So Because that's what they do, but they didn't tell us the time. Oh. So they do actually have time out for dinner. But Maybe there could be like happens. a crew member that sort of NPC comes in and does it subtly. Like, yeah. so me and Morgan go for dinner. We, we're chatting for probably about ten minutes, just chilling, vibing. Oh, well, about I'm the day. sitting there with pockets full of jewelry, knowing I'm possessed that I can't tell Tom. Well, I was thinking also actually, I would love to come and crew this actually. Yeah, right. But if I came and crewed it, I could tell you when dinner was. <laughs> you when, know. Oh yeah, yeah. And then right. yeah, I'd be like, guys. <laughs> So we're having uh, our canned noodles. You see me walking through town when you've got damn no, I'm a demon. Like, just follow me, it's fine. Yeah, we have period-appropriate canned noodles. Canned noodles, discussing the day, when all of a sudden, bang, 
Yeah, that's just someone excited. Someone's just firing one off like they do. Bang, 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 bang. And literally, we were saying this photo would be incredible. incredible. Just both me and Morgan, heads popping out of our tent, oh, pistols yeah. in one hand, food in the other, <laughs> me and my topper and glasses like, what's going on out there? And we see that we are behind the enemy firing line in our tent and we're like... <laughs> yeah, so oh, the, no. the town's picket, flood of people, our tent... This is what I did actually know. And literally, so I was like, right, I want to be in the action, but also my tent isn't canonically here. So I put, I holster my gun, put my shoes on, and I'm like, Tom, I'm going to go get involved. And I run out with my noodles. Someone runs at me, but I've got my two fingers in the air. Well, you've I'm, got your noodles. <laughs> I've got my noodles in one hand, two fingers in the air. People go to attack me, they say, I'm like, I'm not here, I'm not here, I'm not here. As I run towards the saloon to put my noodles on the table. <laughs> Me. And then go on and oh then burst out with my gun and holster down on the church. It's just me looking like for two, uh, probably about 30 seconds debating do I want to sit and eat or do I want to get involved in my. You got too much FOMO for that. For Christ's sake, can I just get through one damn day and eat my dinner without an attack or an can, interruption? Can a man eat his goddamn noodles in peace? Oh, it, it's so now funny. becoming LARP canon that Tom and his Jolly Jack or their associates can't finish a dinner in peace. Oh, so, so there's funny. me charging through town. So Morgan's blasting <laughs> away. Noodle hanging out of your mouth. <laughs> this, and then I just kind of, not oh. barrel roll, but close to it, into the church. Like, we I'm need, a, we need a doctor here. And they're like, I'm a doctor. So whilst this, <laughs> like, gunfire and axe is going throughout town, oh. I'm knelt crouching through the church, deal, like, dealing with all these wounds of Ollie assisting me. And she's like, sorry, no time, quarterization for you. I had a lot of quarterization, last resort, healing, breaking limbs back into place, cr- uh, like cleaning scratches and wounds, like shoving miracle tonics down people's throats. Like, it doesn't taste great. It tastes damn awful. It's like, well, you don't have it for the taste. I made it taste so bad so you forget the fucking pain. Being a doctor, being one of three or four doctors, because it wasn't a class, oh. in this highlight was phenomenal. It provided so much role play. Such but it's just me hunkered down in church trying to not get shot or like wounded my, by accident. My noodles are getting cold in the saloon as I'm hiding in the church. Yeah, the church was such... The church was probably the main spot in the game. It was very funny. Oh. Then the combat kind of finishes. Um, and then a few people leave town. I don't know if you knew this, a few people leave town. And we go and have our noodles. Yeah. <laughs> I finally get my noodles in peace. Father Valentine tracks me down and is like, Father, we've had an idea. I'm like, what's that? And he goes, well, all these evil powers are here. The devil is here. Maybe we can beseech a higher power. Maybe we can get an angel. We go to the church and we start a seance. Props to the charlatan nun who came up with this idea. Yeah. Now, is that the one you took all the shit off? Yeah. <laughs> now, here's the thing. I am currently possessed, and I spoke to Johnny. I said, hey, Johnny, can I still do exorcisms if I'm possessed? And he was like, yes, technically. I was like, okay. What would you want? So to? the way I role-played this was every time I said a holy name, it hurt. Yeah. Or like I tasted blood. Every exorcism I did felt wrong to do. And we were in the church, and we had to do a little speech beseeching God. This was brilliant because I think you got every single holy man, preacher, nun in town together to do this. All of us are in there and we had to do a little speech to God. And my speech obviously wasn't that godly. It was something along the lines of the forces of evil and the devil have sent forth um, 
their agents against this town? Is God too scared to send his? Uh, no one, no one fucking said anything. I think people were like, right. But yeah, like, but maybe they think it's a fault in your role play or like just a bit of a I, character I like, exactly. thing. Like you're under a lot of pressure here. Like, come on, God, I have worshipped you my whole life. Just fucking send your peeps to help me out. I last minute muttered like, oh, I hope not. Um, but yeah, we all did it. And then they did the seance. And then the guy leading the seance was filled with the spirit of the Archangel Gabriel. And he was like, I am Gabriel. So angels do possessions too. Yeah. And he was yeah. like, why have you called me? And he's like, we beseech you, servant of the Lord, for your help. And he goes, why would I help you when you've already spoken to one of my siblings? Implying the devil. Yeah. And it's like, not all of us have. Some of us did, but not all of us. We're not all damned. Not all of us would do that. That, that caused some issues when not all of us are damned. Yeah, and some of the people were like, what the fuck? Some people were damned because they'd done dodgy stuff. What, some of them were damned because, because they were possessed? Some well, of, some of them were damned because they sold their souls to serve yeah, so the town. I was going to say after this, we later found out they'd sold their souls to get some information, but we didn't know this uh, at this point. But you already knew someone had sold the soul for a skull. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought he was talking about. And yeah. he basically, there was a bit of back and forth of him just being like, "Why should we give you anything? You've been working with the devil." And eventually, he went, "We will send agents after dinner," he said, "and they will guide you, and you can find the names. You, we will guide you, and you can find envy." And greed, we will tell you where they are, and then the archangel Gabriel left it. So that was a really cool moment. Yeah, I forgot to mention one of my cool little moments as well. Sorry, no one. No, it's just inspired by my favorite quotes after we were done with like the Pride Monastery. Oh yeah, I got to help burn it down. Yes, using my miracle tonics. And one of my favorite quotes was from one of the fake gunslinger preachers saying. Nothing but respect for Dr. Mayor Mayor Captain Belvedere using incredibly flammable miracle tonic to burn a building <laughs> down was great nice. fun. So I've just poured, like, let's put all this t- miracle tonic onto a church. And he just, yeah. like, flicked a cigarette onto it. And it was beautiful. I have a question. The person who was um, possessed by Andrew Gabriel, was that an NPC? Like, no, that was a player. Oh, no, Johnny, so, Johnny stood behind them and whispered in their ear. Uh, I see, yeah, I um, see. Basically, he had followers from NPCs. Said, "You are you the Archangel Angel Gabriel?" It's like, well, I was possessed by him, but I'm not the Arch. No, yeah. you are the Archangel. <laughs> um, oh wow! And he was on this play. Was on the knees. Also, um, it says they were going to help you find greed and envy. Uh, are you greed because you're possessed by greed, no. or are you one of the cultists? I'm one of the cultists. Right, as okay. it were. Now, the other thing was, um, so we had a bunch of names. We knew Wrath's name. So those of you who are paying attention, Sloth we've had, Pride yep. we've had, Gluttony yep. we've had, yep. Lust we've had. Yep. Left, left we have Greed, Envy and Wrath. We have been told, oh yeah, this gets told to me later as well. So you were asking, why do we need the skulls? Yeah. Someone found out why we need the skulls. Finally. One of the notes had a little, one of the notes on the back. Is this the sugar covered notes? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> had a diagram to trap wrath in a box so what had happened was the 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 hermit had been keeping the demons locked away okay but then when we had investigated we'd released wrath from his home okay so wrath had come out and we didn't know where wrath was wrath was somewhere um someone told us that wrath was amongst us one of the demons said wrath has been amongst you all along we were like what where well lucifer was so why not wrath? exactly um we had um uh, basically, we didn't, and we didn't have these guys' names. A couple of guys come out of town. A little while later, Brother John 
runs into the chapel while we're all talking. It's like, where are the papers? Where are the papers? Where are the papers? And we throw them out. He's like, I can feel something. Something's working through me, pulling the papers out and starts pointing. He's like, the names, the names are in the papers. And he shows us their names of greed and envy. And they're written, they're hidden. There's messages throughout. There's two hands you put on either side. It says the names and we find their names. So we have the names of the last two demons. We already knew wraths. So when we eventually, when we get sent these guides to go find them, we have the names to do the exorcism. This was done as a double whammy, this excursion. So we're dealing with envy and greed at the same time? Yeah, but the thing was, we didn't realise that that was because two guys had sold ourselves to get these names. Oh, I see. R.I.P. to you, my fellows. And it was this, this. We're like, right, okay, we've got the name. Bittersweet, we've got the names, we can do it. And we know as well, we have this diagram showing us how to do a ritual to capture wrath and to finish this because we, we need to close Does the gates. like the head honcho, Yeah, if, apparently wrath has to be dealt with last. Once we've exercised all the other sins, we deal with wrath. Um, and also then we need to close the gates of hell using this ritual. So once we've yeah. got rid of sorted all the demons, we've closed the gates of hell, which have opened nearby. So. Nighttime excursion. Dinner. Dinner, yep. Everyone else has their dinner whilst we just wait around and chat. We have a few <laughs> out of character we have a few out of character chats with people. Yeah, I was stuff. I was chatting with some lovely marchers. Yeah. Mar- oh yeah. One of them from the fighting Marcher, Marcher. One of them from the fighting uh, Spud podcast. You need to release oh, your next episode, guys. Yeah, and guys. Love this stuff. How many are they up to? Three. Yeah, I thought so. We need more of your marcher perspective. We need more content from the greatest nation of the empire. Don't don't tell them I said that. <gasps> I don't <laughs> want saying that, honestly. I've said before I'm a marcher at heart. Um, yeah. Tristan isn't. Um, well, I, I did enjoy having soft role play over yeah, dinner with nice. people. Uh, also, my envy over the people with uh, meal tickets. Envy, just the, you say? Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Greed, I'm envy. They're at the after, table. After like three or four meals of like porridge and uh, canned noodles, I'm like, cooked chicken and rice looks so beautiful right now. Yeah. So, whilst everyone's having their dinner, I'm going around. Pinching museum, everything you can museum, say. <laughs> stealing a few precious items. But I decide, no, 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 these aren't resources. These aren't useful. Do you know what's useful? Holy water. Yeah. And when Father McPherson asks people, say, have you got any holy water? Who's going to say no? Oh, my God. And if you hoard all the holy water, then there's kind no of. way you can do exorcism. So I start collecting it more and more. And I have like $100 in cash. At one point, the nun comes up to me and says, give me all my cash and need bullets. And I went... I don't think you need all of it. Here, have $10. I'll give you six bullets. And she's like, I need more than that. She goes, if you need, if you spend them all, you can come get more cash. Doesn't twig. Just thinks I'm being really funny about it. <laughs> oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. I might try that if someone ever tries to bug me. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll give it a tenner. Come back if you need more later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, and she's like, really annoying, storms out and gets her bullets. And I'm just like keeping it all. Got any holy water? Have you got any for that? I've only got one. Give it to me. Go to the next person. Have you got any holy water? Uh, I've got a couple. I've only got one. Oh, here you go, Father. You need it more than I do. Everyone's just fucking giving me my... If it wasn't the fact it was dark, people would see my bulging pocket full of holy water. <laughs> Your bulging pocket. Bulging oh, pocket. my. <laughs> oh, matron. So then... Isn't that lust? <laughs> so then Gabriel's messengers arrive. It's the three people we saved, the tortured people. They arrive in town um, saying they know where Greed and Envy are. They found them. So this was Gabriel's gift was yeah. these people. They came back to town. They're in two campsites, but we need to deal with them at the same time because if we deal with them like one by one, the other ones will come and attack us. We need to deal with them simultaneously. So we had to split the groups. A preacher in each group, right? Each preacher knew the name of both sins, okay? 
Um, or at least a preacher. So we had you, your group, and they had one preacher. Mine had a couple. Yeah. And we had the names of both of the sins, so we could use either when we found who it was. Yeah. Because we knew we didn't know which camp we were going to. We knew we were going to greed and envy, but we didn't know who was who. So we start to march off in the dark, and the message is going to be: if someone howls, someone's going to do a wolf howl, and when the other person doesn't do the wolf howl back, we attack at the same time because we're going to two separate camps. We all get together: doctors, gunslingers, cowboys. Uh, priest each we have i have myself and the real nun and you have uh ollie ollie yep who's the other preacher and we start going towards um the camps to our separate directions we can see them laughing in the dark chanting around these around camp not campfires around like lantern lights and chatting away you go to yours you see the same thing Oof, this was a very ill executed uh plan it, well i, I think well, the plan went all right yours just got fucked yeah, bad communication. Some players went off without waiting. Yeah. So, do you want to go for your side or mine first? Yours actually went a bit smoother. I was went well, yours. and then we'll go to what happened to yours. So, we start going towards it. We, You guys howl, we howl. And then, fire. Guns start firing. I'm not going to exercise this one, because I've already exercised two great demons. Also, <laughs> I don't want to use my holy water, and it hurts to do exorcisms. Yeah, that's fair. Because also, I don't really know I'm exorcist. I don't really know I'm possessed. There's just something a bit off about me. Like, I'm, like, a bit greedy. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. So I, I, as far as I can tell, McPherson doesn't know he's possessed. Yeah, he's just sort of... He's just become greedy. It's also very good for you to share out the roleplay. Yeah. And I was like to her, do you want to do the exorcism? And she was like, yes, that would be good. Um, because I feel as well, I feel like in these spaces, you get big, loud men get to do a lot of stuff because they're yeah. big and loud push the front. So the, the, the nun I was with was... Not a big loud man. So I was like, "Hey, do you want to? Do you want to lead I it?" Mean, it doesn't necessarily even have to be men. No, but like it, louder people. Nine times out of ten. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just being equal. Man. I know, like, but know. nine times out of ten. Yeah, it is a big little. Um, but it was fun. We had a little chat. I was like, "You can lead it," uh, and we went towards the site. And there was this guy standing in the middle, and we all jump in, guns blazing, firing, and I see the nun run in and get cut down, and they're on the ground. And I'm like, "Shit, shit!" And I can see this thing. And at the same time, I don't want to use my holy water. It's my holy water. I don't want to use it. And I'm running around screaming, does anyone have any holy water? Trying to get someone else's holy water because I don't want to use mine. Yeah. Until eventually someone gives me one. So I have to use any of my holy water. And I say this demon. But then also that makes more sense why you're not doing the exorcisms if you're running around going, I don't have any holy water. The nun's down. And I'm like, we need to do this exorcism. Because it's still a little bit me. I'm like, we need to do this exorcism. And I look out and I'm like, are you proud of... No, I said, are you... Is this yours? Have you taken it? Are you, or are you jealous? Trying to work out who he is. And he just kind of looks at me. I'm like, I think, it, I think it's greed. So I start doing the possession. He goes, I've had enough of this. Shoots me in the gut. And I just fall to my knees. Everyone crowds around me like, Father, Father, are you okay? I'm like, bring me a lantern because I need my book. And I start reading it in the lantern light. I've got my holy Bible. I'm kind of like crouched, struggling to lift it up. Shoots me in the shoulder again. And I go down again. I was like, Father, I was like, give me the lantern. Because <laughs> I'm sat there screaming. that People start shooting him to get him to back down. We eventually work out it's envy. And I'm like on the ground, like, like holding my guts in with one hand. Exorcism the other. Screaming the words of my exorcism to try and get them to like... Get down well, again. Three minutes when not, you've got two bullet wounds. Two bullet wounds. <laughs> it's hurting to do the exorcism, and I'm get holy water stinging my hands. So I'm like chucking it on, and eventually he gets exercised, and I just collapse on the ground. Yeah. Um. People start patching me up. It's really nice. I start like oh, and also every time I say a holy word in the exorcism, guard, 
Christ. But then everyone thinks it's just because of the bullet wounds. Yeah. Right? I, like, after I've been healed up, I start throwing up. Not because of the bullet wounds, but because of the, having to do the exorcism. And then I start looting bodies. <laughs> of course you do. And no one fucking questions. Someone does say that like, we need holy water. Cool, fine. And I go up to one of our one of our listeners who's dying. And I give him his last right. Marshall acts back. Yep. And I pick one of the most ambiguous passages I can find that talks about the legions of evil. <laughs> just being really ambiguous. And then his friend shoots me in the head to kill him. And I just lean over. Hey, have you got anything on you I can take? Because obviously I can't actually physically search him. I just Yeah, to... oh yeah, it's like and an he, empire. He's dead, it? but he goes, what kind of fucking preach are you? Priest are you? I think to myself, <laughs> a possessed one. <laughs> what did you say? Because I mean, he's dead in character, so. I just laughed because his friend was nearby. So he gave yeah. me his holy water. He gave me like. Yeah, but that was an out of character interaction. Yeah, but I, but I didn't want his friend to hear me because I didn't want anyone to know. Yeah. So I didn't want his friend who was right next to me to hear me. And then well, I, yeah, but it would have been an out of character interaction. Yeah, but. <laughs> but it, you don't trust people to. It's fun for them to not know at all. Yeah, yeah, okay. He had like, and I basically, I took it all off him. And the guy gives his friend some stuff. At one point, I just put my hand up for him to give it to me. You should have just said donations for the church. I didn't say anything. I just looked at him, put my hand out. Yeah. And he went, oh, really? And then put it in my hand. He just <laughs> gave it to me. So I was like, okay. Um, and I, 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 I had in my hand ten bullets. And I said to hit, said to the other marshal, like the head of the EIEIO, I said to him, he only had two bullets. Do you want them? He said, oh, we'll split them. So he gave me one of his bullets. I've got all this holy water. I've got all this cash. Put it in my pockets. And you're still like a decent dude. Still like a decent dude. We here, chaos going in your camp. Bang, 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 bang. So, I'm glad you split up for this. This is good. So as uh, their little excursions is going incredibly well, ours is going not so well. So we're all... So he had envy? Yes, no. so yeah. we have greed. Well, that's probably pretty good. Ooh, can I tell you a little detail that I found out afterwards that we couldn't see in the dark? Sure. Yeah. Greed had loads of really opulent stuff in their camp and looked really good, and envy had really shitty versions of all the stuff that greed had, oh, which I thought was a fun detail, but we couldn't I see. I like that's that. Fun. So we're creeping up. And our gunslingers have kind of abandoned myself and Ollie. So Ollie is kind of the MVP of the scenario. We need to get Ollie to greed to form the exorcism. Uh, so I go with Ollie to keep them alive. And I feel like we've developed quite a good bond over the time healing people and like being the, the best doctor duo in town. <laughs> the only doctor duo in town. Well, there was a couple more doctors, <laughs> but they weren't a cool duo like us. Oh, yeah. Uh, so... Gunslingers go creeping off, firing away, bang, 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 in the gunfight. And me and Ollie kind of go creeping up underarmed. Me with my two flintlocks, well, one flintlock in my big bag. So Ollie goes up, whilst this is all happening, and tries to perform her seance. Exorcism. Exorcism, sorry. But Greed gets the jump on them, puts them to the ground. They start trying to perform their seance, and Greed's like, you have a very pretty voice. I want that. And then just slits her throat. So that's our exorcism. Uh, they our can't talk. Gone. They can't do the exorcism. Because their throat's been slit. Oh my god. So the gunslingers <laughs> all kind of go charging in. I go in after them to pick Ollie up. And drag them away. Because I'm trying to save them. So me and Ollie go deeper into the woods on our own. I'm like panicking, looking at her throat. Trying to like disinfect it and like I'm so sorry I can't do it any other way put a gun to her throat and quarterize it so the wound is kind of sealed like not perfectly at all like very dangerous but 
they'll live until you get them back to town and yeah. they can treat it properly. But they can't perform to do the exorcism. All the while, I'm like, the charlatan nun is trying to do the exorcism when I return to the party. And it's <laughs> obviously not working because you have to be a priest for it to work. So they get shot in the gut multiple times by oh, greed. Uh, someone comes to me. I, I'm like, I, I have some holy water. I have some holy water. It's like, Doctor, you have to do the exorcism. I, I can't do the exorcism. I'm not trained for that. Doctor, you're a smart man. You can do it. It's like, I can't do it. I don't have the power of Christ or anything guiding me. Uh, to which I come across Father McPherson. I'm like, McPherson, you're here. Here, have some holy water. I put the holy water in my pocket. And then they indicate to the nun who'd come with me, who had lived. And I was like, oh, sister, if you'd like to do the honours. And then do an excellent uh, exorcism. Yeah, thank <laughs> Thank the Lord she was there to do that exorcism. While she's doing the exorcism, I go around looting all the bodies. Of course. And literally, yeah. everyone's fine. I like how you take the holy water for the exorcism and then go, ah, yes, sir, yes. you could do it. Very much and, so. And no one notices. No one even fucking... Oh, it was beautiful. Oh, uh, well, after that happens... Everybody, I... if you ever laugh with Morgan, he's a sneaky little bitch. Fucking clearly. Sneaky. Little bitch boy. Uh, after the <laughs> exorcism, I'm like, I need a doctor. I need a doctor. I'm like... I'm coming at this point. I'm probably quite shattered from all the running around in the dark. And, doing it. and to my surprise, I find three people lying on the floor with all different wounds. One of them being my uh, boss, the Taffy Man. The Taffy Man! So obviously here, the Taffy Man first with his bullet wounds, shoving my fingers into the uh, holes, stitching them all up, and quarterizing all that lot. Shoving. And one of, them, one of the most memorable wounds, help me, Doc. I've got a stomach prolapse. Everything's coming out. So I go to one of the players. I need you to hold their guts in there. And I just cram them back in, okay? Three, two, one. Bang! And there we go. Doc, you burnt my hand as well. Oh, I should have been more careful. <laughs> Oopsie. I am the worst medical... I, I'm surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if everyone, or at least three quarters of that player base have quarterization yeah, burns on their body. You've inspired me. I'm going to go back to Anvil Hospital but play a really, like, clumsy doctor that's yeah. there, like, oh, oh, with the bandages. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll help you. One, one just, second. Just, just piling up, like a fucking uh, clown that's got all the handkerchief stuff on them. <laughs> yeah, basically. Just like, we've got, I need to get a really, really long bandage and just use that. I'm yeah. surprised I didn't look like a quagmire coming out of his house when he discovered pornography after that game as well because I was lugging that doctor's bag around yeah, the like, entire game. Oh, also, I kept throwing up because of my possession because I'd done the exorcism. I kept being like... <laughs> It was, it was pretty intense. So, this is the last bit. Marching back to town. We go back to, to town. the final showdown. So we go back to town and two of the golden skulls have magically appeared in the church. So that's envy and greed then? Yep. Presumably. That's all six. So who was the one you weren't sure who it was? Wrath. Wrath, oh. we had been told, had been the monks still, was still with us. And we're like, right, we need to get to this. And We've was it you? Was it you the whole time? I feel like it was no. you. No. <laughs> Um, something else happened. Cole had done. It was the, the taffy man. Cole, Sergeant, <laughs> it's always the taffy man. <laughs> Sergeant Cole done a seance. And, yeah. Oh, so Sergeant Cole doesn't have a father, and whilst they're doing a seance, they're doing a seance to try and work some stuff out. And all you, the seance happens, and Johnny kind of Johnny's voice goes, "Hey there, Cole, Daddy's here," and it's the devil, and he's like, "You want something from me, boy?" You want some hail? It's been really fucking creepy. Basically, Cole ends up doing a deal. We have a bit of a scrap at the table. Um, he gets really annoyed at me because I call him son. 
And he's like, you're not my fucking father. Because Cole's stupid, apparently. He was like, you're not my father. How dare you say that to me? It was getting really intense. And then we find your friend. Um, Taffy Man. No. <laughs> no, Francis, his character. Um, the Trapper. Ooh, it's even Flint or, Flint or Kit. I think it's Flint. Yeah. They come up to me and they're like, he's like, there's a, there's a magical bridge. Yeah. An invisible bridge. We're like, what? And we run over to the chasm and these lanterns across the chasm, which is the road, and they throw sticks. Oh, he refers me to Brother John and Brother John takes me. And Brother John, he's like, there's lanterns. It's like floating in the air and he throws a stick between the lanterns and it hovers. Throws me beside, they fall down. And he's like, I think this is the deal that Cole made. It's a shortcut. We can get to where these gates are to do the ritual. How many people sold their souls to the devil this weekend? Too honestly? fucking many. I like um, that big kickoff was having the church. Meanwhile, I was just hanging out at the museum with the marshals and the EIEIO. Yeah, I, I, I was like, uh, one of them has been like, one of, I think it was the deputy marshal or one of the other marshals just like limping around with a stick all weekend. Love this performance. Like, See, hey, doctor, do you have any more of those magical tonics? I'll give you some holy water for uh, magical tonics. Like, yeah, of course, I'll give you this. Uh, and when... Uh, because he just really liked the ecstasy and all that lot put inside it. And when I came across Morgan before the final showdown, it's like, hey, Father McPherson, I I know I'm not the best man, but here, here's my part to fight the devil. Here's some more holy water. Clink. So ultimately, the devil was just messing with you all so he could get as many people to sell their souls to him as possible, and he didn't actually give a shit what happened. Well, right? as it transpires, Lucifer wanted the seven deadly sins back in hell. Because okay. they escaped hell, and he needs them down there. So yeah, he did. He did want your souls, but he also wanted them. Mm-hmm. So was your final prep for the before the battle just gathering as much holy yep. water? Yeah, kept running around. I kept being like, "Have you got any holy water? Have you got any? I got sixteen holy waters in my pocket. Meanwhile, I was selling people my potions. Like, here, have some ecstasy. How many did you start with? Two, three, <laughs> three. And I spent a lot to do exorcisms. Um, people kept giving me it and I needed it, but I just ended up holding it and not using it. I kept using other people's. I was I just, love it. I was just so giving much. people's narcotics before the final stage. She's like, here, Marshall, here's some L- uh, early version of LSD. And it's like marching to the final concentration. I see purple dragons. I hope they're on our side. And like me, I'm just like, can't hurt. Chug a couple of potions <laughs> as well. And I love the concept of the bridge. Just a monument to our player Fuck ups they had to fix. Yeah, because because we were supposed to be in the monastery. So, so that's they, why they put the so bridge over it. Like, fuck it, we can't wait for those, t- well, those fuckers to go no, around the castle. Because if we went around the castle, we'd have been on the wrong side of the final encounter. So they had oh, to. Oh, I see. But they did this. It was really, so it's but, not just a time thing. But it's yeah. also a testament to people's role play because people would look at this bridge and, like, it wouldn't, it wouldn't, it wasn't, it didn't feel silly. It felt like people were like, Oh my god! And like jumping onto this fake, obviously, which was just fucking rope. Someone like, had, your foot in front of you, like, like being really tempted. someone had to be physically oh, shoved yeah. onto it. Like in Hocus Pocus, when they think the road is going to kill them, and then mm. they're like putting their foot on it, like, oh, yeah. sh- oh, it's exactly. okay. <laughs> um, and then we st- all start to right, find like we need to get to the gates and do the ritual. Yeah. And as we're walking towards, we feel a pull from our chest towards this site. All of us. And we start getting dragged towards the sun as we get closer and closer to these gates. The sky burns orange. Oh, it's so atmospheric. It's beautiful. The sky burns orange as in some actual visual effect? Or... There's fire. Ooh. Literal, literal, literal fire. visual effect. Yeah. It was so great. Because we were about ten minutes out at least and you could still see this orange. 
Um, in the distance. I keep going, like, someone, people keep talking about their worries, and I keep going, like, it's all right, child. I think everything's going to work out just fine. Something tells me everything's all right. No one's, no one's fucking saying anything. Well, you're going to say that because you're a priest. You're yep. trying to make everyone feel better. And as we get closer and closer, we can feel this pull. And something inside me is saying that I need to go. And we get to these gates. There's this big wooden fort with these gates, and you can hear the fire burning behind these gates. Oh, it, you could feel the fire was hot. And two people go towards these gates, and the whole town is crowded around. And they go, they stand by the gates, and it's like, right, three, two, and one's got the guns aimed, three, two, one, pull open the doors. And illuminated in the background by hellfire, the devil strutting in front of it is a, a, a literal towering demon. Like, like it looked like some kind of dinosaur fucking thing with a massive weapon in its hands. So we're talking a person in a costume. Yeah, a person in a costume, yeah. but it's a massive but it's costume. Like a but like big... with like stilts and stuff. Yeah. Or... And it was Wrath. We didn't find out really who Wrath was until post game, but this was the manifestation of true Wrath. Yeah. And then as the gates open, everyone who's possessed walks through the gates. So you walk through the gates. And we, yeah. I didn't see everyone. Is that when people realised you were possessed? Well, a few people kept catching me, like saying, because then I joined the demons on the side of the hellfire. And I'm not there at this point. So at this point, I walk past the wrath, join the other demons, take off my hat, throw my Bible. At what point were you told that you needed to do this? It was on my slip of paper. Uh, I said, when the gates of hell open, join the demons. Okay. So I get to the other side, undo my tie, pull out all my money, take my hat off, throw my Bible on the ground, and like overwhelmed by hell. And I'm. As I'm um, to understand because I could see none of this, a fight breaks out. Yes, so I'm on the other side because I survived. Yeah, because you had six fucking get off nice. How many did you have at the end? Three. Okay. Uh, so I see this from my side and people are starting turning or demons or cultists come charging at us. And I'm like, one's going berserk with an axe and charging towards me and another fellow. And he starts shooting and blind, 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 blind. Uh, he just gets down and then starts getting back up again. So I just like go, hey, look at me. Take this to your head. And like lock him in the head, which was one of the ones that put him down. It's like, I actually feel quite badass the ones in the side. And everyone's moving through the gates to contribute to the siege. Meanwhile, I'm hiding behind a tree in pitch black trying to reload my flintlock pistol in the dark, which I tell you is bloody difficult. Roleplay mechanics-wise, how do you reload flintlock pistol? Oh, it's a cap, but the cap oh, so was a bit loose, makes the little and it's like, smoke. can't see it in the dark, trying to clunk it back. So I'm like running outside, and then I start running up the hill because other people come in like coming t- towards this trying to kill us and pulling it back and I run through these gates just before Raph kind of like trying to reload my other gun out of my bag as well look around Raph's killing people and tearing and we're back and forth these massive fucking lizard creatures smacking people with its weapon which can cleave left right side and then once I got my second pistol reloaded I look up and focus and like how many of the town are on that side then I look and see Father McPherson oh. God. Laughing and singing. So you didn't know at this point. No, no, no. Preacher. Not uh, even Osin. No, nope. I love that you keep it. To oh yourself. yeah, of yeah. course. I, I appreciate that. Preacher Ollie. So many of the main characters. I would say half to three quarters of the town have been oh, taken over. So good. That's so satisfying. And as this is going on, Raph is fighting. Someone calls for a doctor. So I charge through my pistol and medical bag, narrowly avoiding being swiped by a huge demon axe 
his leg is broken. Like, I'm sorry, let me, I can't do much, son, but let me quickly try to splint it. I'm holding a gun at one side. I've got someone else holding his leg, oh trying to fix it up. Just so that I hear Doctor on the other side as well. So I've got a run ass rap again. Kind of like, blam with my final shot. Fix this guy's hand. And then everything kind of goes quiet as they finally take Raph down. Raph is going down. The whole town who's left is wailing at them. Not to mention we're being mocked on the other side by our town folks, demons. There's also like these faceless demon priests as well. It's so well done and atmospheric. And as the Raph goes down, the devil steps forward. And the devil is done so well in this part. As in Lucifer. Lucifer, yes. The person playing Lucifer did a fucking amazing job. Basically saying that our souls were damned. Um, and that I didn't really hear much of it. I know that they wanted us to trap the seven deadly sins. Yeah. They got Cole. They got Sergeant Cole to come towards him and make him sit next to him like a dog. There was an incredible acting from um, Cole's, uh, one of Cole's friends, um, one of the doctors who was just like... And that was Dr. Mac. Dr. Mac, who was just in tears as Cole was by the side uh, of the devil. Was it uh, the charlatan nun Annie? She was like, Annie I shouldn't went, be here. Annie was on the side of the demons because she'd only just fallen. Uh, Hennessy Jones was trying to make a deal for Antonio's soul. That was so emotional. He was going to trade yeah. his soul to get Antonio's back or his soul for 500 years back. Someone tried to shoot the devil and just got killed. That was the one I fixed the leg of just was before. Yeah. I was like, oh, God damn. And, and I think it came down to kind of Father Valentine leading the final speech in confrontation against the it devil. ended up being... A choice between we all die here... They all, you could all fight for our lives... Yeah. Or our souls are payment for their lives. We took the payment. They sacrificed our souls so they could live. There was all... So you went to hell. But in the deal... Poor Father McPherson who just wanted to make sure that everything was above board. In the deal, though, the devil said, they can spe- come back to town and spend one last night with their friends and family before they return to hell tomorrow. On the morning. So if you all die, all those poor souls go to hell. Yeah. It came down to a vote. Father McPherson's like, this doesn't sit right with me. But we're going to make it a vote of the town. I'm not going to answer it. And the town voted to let them go to hell and save ourselves. Oh, my God. That's devastating. So the devil got everything he wanted. Yeah. Hey, this the one bright side. I gotta leave this town! And you hate this, this town. town! So I, there was a lot of role-playing in the evening. It was, it was mostly soft role-playing, a bit of chill. I know that Annie tried to choke me out because she was really upset with me for what I did to her. Uh, she tried to choke out Reverend oh, Valentine. She, she was told... As she, she was upset with you for taking all the yeah, resources. For, yeah, she was told She told me that... Yeah, because she said if I had that money, I could have bought more guns and I could have lived. And she also... Oh, because she got turned last minute. Yeah. You just said, didn't you? She also yeah. said that... She also tried to kill someone because the devil said she'd get a cushy job if she killed someone. So she tried to kill Reverend Valentine. Reverend Fat Valentine's fighting her off. I come along with a like, umbrella and put her like, I'm just going to knock you in the head, okay? Then she comes chasing after me to try and kill me. Now, there was a lot There was a lot of stuff. That, I think it was kind of the evening somewhat tapered, tapered off. off. Can I offer you some libations? Hmm? Oh, no, I don't. Do- yeah, what the hell? Yeah, I'll have a bit of whiskey. Thank Have you me. got a particular no, type just, of whiskey you like? Just anything. Like 
Ah, well, okay. Ah, Father, I see you're celebrating our victory. We survived the devil. We get to leave this town. My God, I hate this town, but I get to leave it. Uh, uh, why are you celebrating, Father, with the rest of us? I get the sense from his disposition it's not much of a celebration for him. I, uh, felt a sin. You felt a sin? But, but Father, you were the strongest you were the strongest of us all. It appears that my dedication to the Lord there was not quite enough. Um, the devil takes me tomorrow. Oh, this can't be... You sacrificed so much for this town. You can't be one of them damned. You can't be going to hell. Shit, make it a double on me. Here you go, Father. You were a good man, Father. Thank you, Doctor. I guess that's why the devil wanted him so much. I'll try to live my life better. Always remember you. We'll try and find you a way out, if possible. Say uh, hi to the Lord from me. Just ask him why. I will do, my friend. Me and another person was just sitting around a table. Like, who here isn't damned? And it was just two, us two who weren't damned. Oh, God. And uh, the rest of them were. And they were like, Doctor, if we shot the, that bag, we'd kill you, right? It'll just go in flames. It's like, boy, you shoot this bag, you kill everyone. This town goes nuclear. <laughs> and I just love the joke that yeah, the bag is... Can I just say, I love how um, you were not suspected at all at any point. He was. Yeah. And yet you were the yeah. one who was possessed. Now, there's one thing I... One of my regrets in this game was I had Judas's silver in my pocket. Yeah. And I think with Judas's silver, this is one regret I had. So the first thing I thought when I got home was I could have bought my soul. I could have said to the devil, I'll give you the silver of my soul. Because he wanted Judas's silver back. But then my what, last thought. What is Judas's silver? The silver that Judas was given for to. Oh, like, uh, silver, silver, like a silver piece. Yeah. Like, it was like money. a bag of silver, yeah. Yeah. But my last thought, I think what Father McPherson really would have done if I had more time to think about it, would be to save Annie's soul. So yeah. I don't know if she's but then also, if you're possessed by greed. But I wasn't at this point. When we came oh. back to the town, we were normal again. Oh, and I, 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 th- I wish what I'd done, this it's, is something in retrospect, oh. is gone to the devil and bought Annie's soul from the devil and said to her, live your life, live it well. I suppose you are only, I mean, your character is only human, so it makes sense for them to have the character flaw of being, you know, distracted by the yeah, fact that uh, they're up for 100%, 100%, 100%. That's just the one thing. I think it was my, it's my headcanon that I had a moment with Annie. I was like, I've bought your soul back. <sighs> that would have been life. beautiful. It would have been beautiful. So how, how, how ironic was it that you went to hell and the pers- doctor, who probably should have gone to hell, got to survive? He, I liked my headcanon. He kind of repented a bit after oh, this. It just so. goes to show that first impressions aren't always correct. But I was a good man. You were a good man. You just weren't just for, after that. For one of them, the, this game was just phenomenal. I couldn't have asked for a better first eyelot. It was pure brilliance it, all the way through. Absolutely not my socks off. I Honestly, I really, I really remind me when it comes up to the next eyelot because I always go, oh, maybe not, yeah. yeah. But if I actually went there... We second breakfast. Well, yeah, but isn't that going to be very different? It will still be good. It'll still be yeah. really good. Be better, probably better for me, because I feel like that kind of thing sounds very intense, which is why maybe crewing would be good yeah. for me. Yeah. But, I mean, oh, honestly, stunning face-to-face with the devil sounds a bit intense. <sighs> the It was, honestly, it was more, one of the most phenomenal weekends. It was worth every single penny. Every I'm so penny. glad I played rather than crewed. Crewing looked fun. But Playing. Yeah. The, having that arc. Absolutely. Having that moment of that that like actual player, my stomach dropped when I read that piece of paper which said your soul Honestly, is damned. I'm devastated. I am. I'm devastated that you got sent to hell. I am. I just, I'm, I'm, but the thing is, I'm bringing him back for the vampire one next year. 
Um, of course. Because it's, it's, it's non-canon, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. But I just, it literally my heart breaks for this fictional character. Yeah. That existed for less than two days. But that's the thing, you get so invested. Like, I, I love love. It's such an escape from reality. And you just get so... You just, you're just a different person yeah. for a few days. And it's it's a relief, but also, yeah, you, I, when you yeah. go to hell, it's not great. I don't get to play a heroic <laughs> doctor in real life or have that de- development. I mean, Nietzsche hasn't gone through that character development. You weren't really a heroic doctor. I suppose I know you were. You were, you were actually. You, were. Towards, yeah. you didn't plan to be, but no, you became No, exactly. Then. I developed that. I, I was meant to be just necessity. hiding behind trees and like letting people sacrifice. But I was on the front lines with flintlock pistols trying my best. I love that, and I think that reflects how your character is in real life. Like you like to play this, like you know, yeah. this scumbaggy sort of put, like character. But yeah, that's persona. I, we were saying on the way back. But, you said to me, Morgan, I really want. It's like my next thing. I want to do a serious character. And I said, Tom, you have played a serious character all weekend. Yeah, you were. You like you go in with an idea that's a bit comic. You weren't a comedy character. No, one bit. You were, and it was. I feel like this was an incredibly emotional weekend. I, I, I just, for when, because there was an out character and in character bit at the end, yeah. and my in character stuff was just walking around, that, like, what's happened? <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope you've enjoyed our tales. I definitely did. Yes, I'm Fantastic. glad. I'm glad. I will definitely be returning to ILOP again. 100%. I will be fighting you all for tickets. They go no, fast. Actually, but sorry, they last note ILOP's dog shit. Don't bother going. Oh, yeah. yeah don't, don't, bother. don't go. Don't buy the tickets. Like, um, we'll go just so you know. Yeah, we like, want we'll, to, we'll keep an eye on the it situation. Was, it was horrible. Yeah. Would recommend awful. zero out of 10. We, we can't do that to oh. them. It was. It was fantastic. Yeah, but everyone knows we're lying so that we can get tickets. But it's fine. The, thank you to the crew. Thank you to the people that ran it. Thank you to yeah. all the places. Get, get a bigger location. Yeah. <laughs> That's our only it's criticism. The, it's the plot to go around, I think. Every player, yeah. Well, yeah, all the crew. Thank you for everyone who let us speak about them in our podcast and share your awesome and, moments. And also thank you to... Um, listeners that we spoke on the weekend it was really nice to meet people that listen to the podcast that was really good I mean thank you to listeners in general yeah like, we ever do that one but, yeah. yeah no thank you, thank you guys um, I really hope you enjoyed it um, god I don't even know what we're going to talk you look traumatised right now I, I've had to like, remember <laughs> that Father McPherson's relive, in hell. relive selling your soul to the devil um, it was I mean, really intense and thank just all the demons I possessed uh, possessed yeah. exercised yeah. Incredible role I play. want you to open a gym called Father McPherson's biggest exercise in the West. <laughs> um, yeah. And yeah, thank you for listening. Um, we'll hopefully see you again soon. Yeah, we'll see you next yeah. week. Uh, remember, don't forget to kind of follow us on social medias. If you have enjoyed what you listen to and have anything spare to throw away, we do have a Patreon if you want to support us. Rattle tin, rattle tin, <laughs> rattle tin. Yeah, uh, Dr. Mc... Not Dr. Mc... Father McPherson. Um, would really appreciate your donations to the Patreon. Yeah, Father McPherson needs your coin. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you all so much for listening. If you've got any holy water to throw his way, then that would be great as well. Or maybe it. a soul. He needs one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everyone. <laughs> 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 How fucking good was that? Oh one? my god! Honestly, oh, guys, it was so. Take me with you. Don't let me so, say that I don't want to oh, do it. Just it was take me so with you. So good.